listening to the windowtothemagic.com podcast. Brought to you by windowtothemagic.com. Surround yourself with the magic. Hello, and welcome to the windowtothemagic.com podcast. My name is Paul, and as always, I will be your host on this trip through Disney Sound Experiences. This is the podcast where you get to use your ears to surround yourself with the magic. We're live. We're coming to you live from uh, Highway 5 in Anaheim, California, and we have just completed a six-hour drive from the San Francisco Bay Area and we've just passed the Highway 91, Highway 5 interchange, and we are actually about one mile from Disneyland at this time. So all of the sounds you're hearing in the background, etc., that's just the normal car sounds and whatever. I'm here with uh, my son, Calvin. Say hi. Say hi. Hi. There you go. Much better. All right, uh, so we are uh, we're getting ready to uh, do a live podcast of going into the park, and uh, we're just going to go in and see what's going on tonight. We uh, we finished our drive, and darn it, we want to we want to have some fun at Disneyland before we go to bed tonight. So here we are. We are at uh, Disneyland Drive, and we're getting off the freeway. And we're going to drive over to the Mickey and Friends parking structure which is the big six-story parking structure that Disney has assembled over here to hold the overflow from the old, uh, the old parking lot, which has become Disney's California Adventure. Uh, I'm going to come screaming around this corner here and nearly get us killed. That'll be great. We have the, uh, looks like both lanes for the, uh, the exiting traffic are, uh, are facing the exit direction, so we can't go up and over. So we may get stuck at this light here. But uh, in just a moment, we'll actually be entering the structure. So let's see how good our luck is uh, for green lights. Okay, so hopefully we will not uh, be sitting here for all that long. Oh, there we go, green lights. So we will go through, and of course, I'm in the wrong lane. So, yeah, yeah. there's Mario Andretti. And over to the theme parks only parking. Driving, I can see the Disneyland Hotel sign. Around the corner, into the Mickey and Friends parking structure. Once we slow down a little bit, I'll open up the window a little bit more. Once the wind cuts down, and that way we can get a little more ambient sound in here, like that. You'll probably hear a little bit of the wind there as we're driving down through the parking structure. I don't believe we're going to have to stop uh, because it is so late. It is 10.06 p.m. And we are just driving in now. Looks like they're going to direct us off to the left here. To the close parking. And, yeah. 
hopefully I can go out to the Pinocchio lot. out there because that's a lot more fun and a lot closer. And a lot more empty. And a lot more empty, absolutely. But the shorter the walk, the better. So here we are, about 10,000 uh, tour buses and school buses and things. That's my understanding that they've been doing the Make-A-Wish Foundation uh, 20th anniversary or 25th anniversary. Not sure which one it is, but it's uh, they celebrated the 50,000th kid that wanted to come to Disney um, <laughs> as his dying wish. Uh, this week, they were uh, actually parading him down the uh, main street. And uh, so that's pretty cool. A lot of happy kids. And I guess they had the parent of the first kid that came out. Unfortunately, he's no longer with us, but uh, they had the, uh, the mother come out for the ceremony, and that was kind of nice. Okay, the doors are locked. Put that down. A little windy out here right now, but we'll have to deal with that. So we'll walk in. I'm going to talk for a little bit uh, here, but once we get into the park, I'll shut up a little bit so you all can hear more of what's going on. Now, we've got some emails uh, that uh, people had sent in over the last week or so, and uh, I was going to bring them along, print them out, and read them to you while we were walking to the tram, and I figured that probably wouldn't be a good idea. I'm not real good at... Uh, walking and reading at the same time so I figured it was probably best if I didn't do that so to those of you who sent in emails uh, I have them and we will get to you on next week's podcast so let's see here almost to the tram loading area here you can hear the trams off in the distance because uh because the fireworks ended a while ago, about, uh, what, a half an hour ago, they're uh, still shuttling people out of the park, and so everybody's going to be leaving, which is my favorite time of the day, especially when I'm just showing up. Good evening. A couple of hundred people leaving the park here. See if we can get on this one before it leaves. Are we okay? 
I guess so. He would have told us no if the answer was no. All right. Here we are on the tram. And hopefully we'll be leaving momentarily. And with that, we're off. Lots of wind down here. For your safety. For your safety. Seems Corey Burton's a little confused this evening. They're trying to do a scratch mix. A scratch mix, right, gotcha. Rounded the first curve. Driver turn clear. additional wind as the other trams uh, go by us here. We had two trams and a shuttle bus going by, and each time they go by, the wind gets pretty intense. I'm sure this is just sounding fantastic on the microphone. Looks like they're sending trams in groups of two. There's our tram and a tram right ahead of us that is... Uh, picking up and dropping off people kind of in tandem with us so must be a procedure they use when they're getting people out of the parks it's a good Just idea ahead, it's the downtown Disney district with exciting shopping dining and live entertainment just beyond it is Disney's Grand Californian Hotel inspired by the famed arts and crafts movement Lots of people here at the exit. And the bass you can hear, you probably can't hear it over the wind, but that's the uh, the finale scene for Indiana right, Jones. Let's hop out of here. Alright. 
downtown Disney Entertainment District. seem to be salmon swimming upstream. Literally thousands of people walking in the other direction. Those fireworks must have just gotten over with. here selling their wares. Alright, now we're approaching baggage claim, or not baggage claim, but baggage check. We don't have any bags with us or anything, so we'll just be able to cruise through, hopefully. Hey, how you doing? See the giant space mountain for the car a day giveaway. Yeah, it's actually quite impressive. What happens, and we may come out here tomorrow, but what happens is, is when somebody puts in the winning key, actually the side of the thing opens up, and with much fanfare, a car comes rolling out, uh, and uh, apparently there's music and that sort of thing that goes with it. So pretty exciting. We'll see if we can catch it tomorrow. And then it'll appear on the podcast at some point. We're now in the Esplanade. As you can probably guess from the coolest ride in the galaxy description I gave just a moment ago. You can hear the music. Lots and lots of exits, but no entrances. Where are the, oh, okay. All right, so it looks like about, uh, oh, 40 people in each line here. There's three or four 
turnstiles open. It shouldn't take us too long to get in. Mountain thing? October 1st. So do you have to like pay for a key and if it's the right key then? Actually what happens is, is the keys are randomly distributed um, when people buy tickets for the day. And they find out that they are a finalist, and then there's, I think, five possibilities each day. And then, depending on how many of those are given out, they, uh, they show up at 4.30 over there in the Esplanade, and uh, they uh, do their, their thing and see who wins the car. As far as I know. So if you don't scratch off your thing, you blew it? Pretty much. Oh, great. I had some friends that actually won a, a, a Camaro. It was a Pontiac Trans Am back in like the late 80s when they had the last big fight. Oh, yes. But they just picked them. I mean, it was there was a system to it, but it was just you walked up. Oh, okay. And they got picked. Yeah, this one is a little more involved. should randomly pass them out here that way annual pass holders have a chance. Well, they actually might. Now here's the key. Oh, sweet. Give me. familiar with this area of the park from all of the previous podcasts. Just approaching our entrance here. Hi there. Thank you. Well, that answers that question. They hand us the scratcher, so we walk through the gate. And so I'm not sure that this is really any good since they've already done the one for today, but hey, what the heck. We'll have to scratch this off a little later, and uh, I'll let you guys know, uh, you know what we found. All right. So we are going to walk under the train trestle here. Here you leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. I'm going to be quiet for a few minutes here so you can just hear the ambient sounds of the park, the giggling teenagers and the music. And uh, I'll see you at the other end of Main Street.
Okay. So we have reached the end of Main Street. We are standing now just on the train tracks right in front of the castle. Right, uh, right between the two restaurants here at, uh, at the end of Main Street, the Plaza Inn and the Plaza Pavilion. So we're going to make a decision here. I think I know what we're going to do. Probably going to keep it a secret here, though. Uh, do you like the uh, idea that I had before? Let's, uh, let's go do that. I'm sure there will only be a three-hour wait. beautiful night out here. It's actually just a little cool, uh, but I prefer it be cool as opposed to hot, which California has a habit of being, however, never as humid as Florida. Well, very rarely. say that the 10.30 showing of Phantasmic is probably getting ready to go off, assuming they're doing two shows tonight. is here momentarily, I would think. Thank you very much.
Well, as you folks can tell by the incredibly noisy environment that we're in right now, we are at Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. You can probably also hear that Phantasmic has just started off in the background. So we're going to have an interesting little... Uh, We'll wait here in line until we go into the temple.
entering the temple. And suddenly you are turning sharply and dropping suddenly. It is unlike anything you have 
is, I assure you. Now, my friends, one final word of advice. Once you've entered the chamber of destiny, look not into the eyes of the idol. That would be dangerous. Very dangerous. Well, my friends, your moment is drawing near. Already I am envious of the wonders that await you. If you avoid the eyes of Mara, that is. The creme de la creme of the international smart set are wearing khaki this year. And the new vacation hotspot is Temple of the Forbidden Eye. Everyone's a god over this intriguing discovery by famed archaeologist Indiana Jones. They've heard rumors that it rewards visitors with unlimited riches, eternal youth, or visions of the future. There's just one little hit, the ancient temple idol. If you so much as peek into its eyes, the next stop on your itinerary will be the gates of doom. This jubilant junior visited the chamber of earthly riches. Looks like his allowance has gone up. Sala recently visited the Observatory of the Future. Maybe he can tell us who will win the World Series. Keep your eye on the globe. Welcome, my friends, to the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. I, Sala, shall now give you counsel to seek out a miraculous journey. Here in your transportation devices are ingenious pouches for safekeeping all earthly treasures when the journey becomes bumpy. And to keep you safe and sound, here are special belts attached into the seats. Simply pull it from the right, inserting it into the left, like so. You see the excellence of this invention? Your off-road journey is high-speed and turbulent, going over rough and rugged terrain, and then suddenly you are turning sharply and dropping suddenly. It is unlike anything you have ever experienced, I assure you. Now, my friends, one final word of advice. Once you've entered the chamber of destiny, look not into the eyes of the idol. That would be dangerous.
Thank you. 
folks. We're in the car, and we are ready to go. The car in front of us has just entered the temple. The, the disc on the floor spins so that we can get in. And here we go. Hello, hello, oh, my friends. The brakes may be needing a little adjustment, but easy on the curves. <laughs> you seek the treasure of mana, glittering gold. It is yours.
Okay, so there you have it. Disneyland's Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. Well, I think that pretty much brings this uh, Live at Disneyland podcast to a close. We've got about an hour left before the park closes, so we're probably going to go jump on something else. Maybe I'll record that when we go in, and you guys will get a chance to hear it. But uh, I'd like to thank you for coming along on this experiment here with a live gorilla pad podcasted podcast. So it seems I didn't uh, mess up too much. Uh, not too many uhs and not too many other things. So uh, anyway, good to bring you along, and we will see you maybe tomorrow. Uh, check the podcast feed on Sunday and we will see if we get anything additional from our Saturday. We'll upload it on Saturday night when we get back to the hotel. So again, thank you very much for coming along. As always, I am Paul Berry, your host. Uh, along with me this time was Calvin, my son, and uh, we will see you next time. See ya. <laughs>